deep in London's beating heart lies a wall. I'd like to it be if you know the call. For if the wall steps aside, be not afraid of what you see. Cause the wizard world has opened up as has the Griffin. Hello everyone. We have breaking news. We can't we cannot even do the introduction today. This is so important. No. We 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 have we have we woo we woo the best post that has ever been on the Harry Potter subreddit. Easily. We've read a lot of posts on the Harry Potter subreddit. Uh, are, but this are, one, I I love it. We we are post connoisseur. Would you would you like to read this post to, to the audience? This is a beautiful, beautiful I post. I would. I would love to. Um today is uh, August 8th. Um, it is the year 2019 for anyone listening, um, years from now, you know, going back and, and hearing all about the breaking Harry Potter news, you know, years and years later, uh, someone sitting in, occasion. you know, 2035 listening to this. So just, just so you know, to, to set the stage, it's August 8th, 2019. Um, and a, a post has been made on the Harry Potter subreddit. I'm assuming Reddit still exists far in the future. Um, I hope not. <laughs> and this post uh, happened three hours ago. Um, it currently has a Reddit score of 16. I don't know what that means. I think that's <laughs> karma. Um, I believe it deserves infinite karma. Uh, and the subject is Dobby's girl. Dobby's girl. Dobby's girl. Today, I saw someone wearing a statement shirt printed in a fancy font, which to me read Dobby's girl and thought, well, that's a strange idea, but mental shout out to a fellow HP fan until I got closer and realized it said daddy's girl. <laughs> Italics face palm. Oh, there's so much going on. I like I read that like first the title. I thought uh, I thought it was I was ready to, to see a song parody. That's what I went in, into this expecting that. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Then. The like, just the the absurdity of this post just 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 immediately is is beautiful. But then when I realized that that what they are describing with the fancy font, the statement shirt in a fancy font, this is someone wearing a Suicide Squad shirt in 2019. Good, good. It's it's all it's all good stuff. It's all good stuff, and and I'm so glad to this person for bestowing upon us. The gift of of maybe uh, our our best merch idea yet, which is a Dobby's <laughs> Girl Suicide Squad shirt. Yes, i i think I think that's definitely up there. I know I would certainly wear a Dobby's Girl shirt um, <laughs> in public. Not so sure on that one. Um, and anyone who does wear a Dobby's Girl shirt in public is extremely brave and perhaps braver than me. Um, but but this is might be the perfect post. We might have to just retire the subreddit from now on because I don't need to see any anything else. <laughs> it's so good. I'm so enamored with 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 Dobby's girl. It is such a beautiful, perfect. This is just I've I've said a few times like sometimes the, the posts on this on this subreddit uh, feel like they occasionally are like randomly generated out of like like a a a, a box of terms to appeal to us specifically. Uh, mm -hmm. And this one is just like 100% all like, like this was a gift for us from. Yeah. Dobby's girl is kind of, kind of an activation phrase is what you're saying. <laughs> from, from Reddit user Wiener Ska. 
Uh, yeah. So, so, so there just, is a there is a comment here. I feel like a, we could read the one comment because I do think it is a good one um, from Hobgoblin Hat. Yeah, uh, Hobgoblin Hat has to say it's good. It was just a mental shout out. It could have been very embarrassing and awkward explaining Dobby's girl. What is? <laughs> can you can you imagine just for a moment? This is an imagine. Imagine, imagine you're out in public and you're wearing your favorite shirt and it is a Suicide Squad daddy's dad. Isn't it daddy's little monster? Daddy's, daddy's little girl, monster. whatever. Yeah. Um, you're wearing your daddy's girl shirt out in public. Maybe you're hanging out at the mall. Maybe you're at the park playing Pokemon Go, and someone approaches you. Big smile on their face, waving, and they say, Dobby's girl. Dobby's girl. (laughs) Wouldn't that be awkward? Defense against the dark ox. And uh, defense against the dark ox. Uh, and then they and then they explain to you that it is a a a mental shout out to a fellow HP fan. And you have to explain, no, no. I like the other I like the other (laughs) WB property suicide squad. This is beautiful. Well, hello, everyone. We just had to get that out of the way, but welcome to the Shrieking Shack. This is a Harry Potter reread podcast for lapsed fans. I am your host, CC. And I'm Liz, Dobby's girl. Liz is Dobby's girl. Um, and uh, we, we've we got some, you know, other Reddit news to cover. Like, this was the this was the, the piece de resistance. It, it had to come at the front, but, you know, so maybe it's a little lopsided. But but we do have some, some important Reddit news to discuss, and I'm sure... Everyone listening has uh, at least uh, uh, caught wind of and Ooh. and has either sent to us, which thank you very much, everyone who has sent me this, uh, or is doing everything in their power to not read. And to them, I say, sorry, you're listening to the Shrieking Shack. We're going to have to dig into this one. Oh, I'm a little I'm a little scared now. I am talking, of course, about the uh, the limp attempt at going viral that uh, this Hagrid is a Death Eater post made this week. Have you seen Uh, this? um, You You heard about this? (laughs) Yes, I did see the subject and I read it and I did not read any further. So um, so I'm going to be able to do a lot. This is a live reaction um, from me. Uh, about this post because i did not read any further no oh, well you, you you're lucky uh so so just the preface here uh this article from mental floss which picked this up are you ready to have your worlds rocked potterheads mm-hmm. are you uh sure uh redditor whoop woof woof <laughs> Whoop uh, posted a 10,000 word essay theorizing that Hagrid is actually a Death Eater. And somehow it kind of makes total sense. Uh, this is a complete ripoff slash redo of the. Do you remember the Jar Jar is a Sith Lord thing from a few years ago? Oh, yeah, for sure. Another uh, thing I did not read further into. <laughs> I feel like that one was at least like. That that one had the air of like being tongue in cheek. Like I think I'm I'm pretty sure whoever wrote that one was like kind of taking the piss just a little bit at least. Sure. Um this this feels absolutely completely one hundred percent earnest on the part of the author. Woof has written a ten thousand word essay about this. Uh there is a Google Doc that you can open that is even longer than the Reddit post. Um and uh, they break it down into into five basic points that they provide evidence for. Hagrid is a high-ranking servant of Lord Voldemort. 
Haggard is secretly much more talented of a liar than he lets on. Haggard is secretly a much more talented wizard than he lets on. Haggard has been performing deep cover, tradecraft, espionage, <laughs> source validation, <laughs> sabotage, and spotting, and assessing for Voldemort. And finally, Haggard has been in the service of Lord Voldemort at least since the first wizarding war, potentially since his time in Hogwarts. This is a person who thinks that both Harry Potter is much cooler than it is and also mm. thinks that real life spies are much cooler than they are. <laughs> right. Which is a powerful combination. A, yeah, a tragic combo here. I would like to focus, because I, I can't read anywhere even close to this entire thing. Sure. But there is right off the bat in the Sorcerer's Stone essay here, uh, it, it it makes the case that Hagrid can fly. No, um, only Snape and Voldemort can fly. It, so only Snape and Voldemort can fly. Uh, but the the evidence as I'm just going to read here. <laughs> Uh, in the Sorcerer's Stone, we see the following from Hagrid. Magical abilities Hagrid uses, which are otherwise only known by high-level Death Eaters or extremely talented wizards. Hmm. Disregard to and participation in cruelty to muggles, as well as a casual approach to Azkaban-level offenses. Uh, subtle manipulation of Harry, which put him in private contact with Voldemort on multiple occasions. Passing private information regarding security directly to Voldemort. Now, when does when does Harry have private contact with Voldemort in the first quarrel in the uh, Leaky Cauldron? Is that yeah, what that is? Okay. That's what that is. He did not have Voldemort attached to him at that point. Uh, the, the, so I think this is already bunk. Like just just already, th- th- like yes, that that is the thing they point to is is that like oh he made he made Harry meet Quirrell, but it's like that's in the movie that Quirrell already has Voldemort at that point. Quirrell mm-hmm. did not have Voldemort in his head. So already this is this is very, very flimsy. But um there th- this part where it talks about like, oh, uh ha- magical abilities Haggard uses, which are only known to uh uh uh, uh high rank high ranking slash talented wizards, they use the phrase fast travel magic here. <laughs> like Haggard is in Skyrim. Haggard's immediate presence at the Potter residence indicates that he knows advanced fast travel magic. When we first meet Hagrid, he is delivering baby Harry to the Dursley's house. He rides in on Sirius's motorcycle with the child for delivery and mentions to Dumbledore McGonagall how the Potter house is almost entirely destroyed. Uh, but I got him out before the muggles started swarming around. We know from later books that Sirius gave Hagrid the motorcycle while at the Potter residence. Goddard's Hollow is located somewhere in the West County port- portion of England. And we know that Hagrid lives at Hogwarts, somewhere in the Scottish Highlands. We also know that Hagrid is not allowed to use magic due to his expulsion from Hogwarts, which places his magical ability somewhere at the third year level. Hagrid had to be able to travel to Godric's Hollow and arrive at the Potter residence before any emergency services arrived, beating their travel time in response to an explosion that blew out the entire side of a house. Hagrid arrived and took the child away, having run into only one other person, Sirius Black. This is... Everyone has wiki disease, is, is is, is my thing here. This this sure. is peak, peak wiki disease. Who, where does it say that Hagrid started at home at Hogwarts when this happened? Like, this this is all resting on the flimsiest shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that it's really based in much of anything. I also enjoy the. So I'm really stuck on fast travel magic here. Yes, a little yeah. bit. 
So is the implication that the motorcycle can't go that fast because it's a flying motorcycle, but that Snape and Voldemort, who use powerful Voldemort (laughs) magic, have fast travel? But they're the the only one? I'm so confused. No, the, the, the implication, I think what it's trying to say is that because this this person is assuming that Hagrid traveled from his house to oh, to Godric's Hollow mm. and got there before anyone else showed up, other than Sirius, that that he must have secret apparition powers. Because like you don't learn, you don't learn. Um, it continues here like like you you learn to apparate in your fifth year right oh right yeah and if you leave school you don't learn anything after that there's no, <laughs> no there's no way to learn anything you just can't your, your your brain is 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 shut off like a valve and you can't i haven't learned anything since 2008 you know honestly i probably haven't thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> what have i really learned since 2008 um but but yeah no it, it's saying that like oh he he's lying he he must have fast traveled he must have opened the map and and chosen Godric's Hollow and gone through a loading screen and Only then got the motorcycle. Do this. <sighs> so there I mean yeah there there's there's a whole uh, uh, a load of this stuff here like I said it's a ten thousand word essay you, you by the way you get to the bottom of the Reddit post which is ten thousand words and and it says uh, part one of five but the posts below are shorter. Uh, oh oh well okay the look i love fan fandom and fan theories and fan fiction but this is fan like this is fan fiction like like the 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 difference between fan fiction and fan theories is like fan theories are by dorky guys who think it's gay to write a fanfic right like it's it's (laughs) it's really long until this is a carlin brothers video oh let's take a look hmm Let's see. They might have already done it. Uh, no. Okay, they have not. They have not jumped on this one yet. Um, their last Harry Potter video is a trivia video. Uh, hmm. Okay, so they're they're well. They're, they're probably hard at work on working on this one. Hard, well, they're, they have ten thousand words this to essay, copy. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they have they have ten thousand words to steal. They can't possibly, you know. Yeah, that that doesn't that doesn't just take no time. No, I can't wait. Here, here is the thing I love about this. Like it's like I said earlier that it was like a kind of a sad attempt to go viral, and like you know whatever they wrote they wrote this whole thing. Good for them. I'll ultimately don't care. It is the the amount of outlets that are like posting this like like reposting this like oh my god this is the next big viral like thing thing for us this is the clickbait thing i don't think this has traveled anywhere since it like popped up two days ago um i've not like it, this definitely has not like had like the you know the, the jar jar stuff had like meme energy right like that became a joke sure. for like weeks i don't think this is going anywhere um are I, you telling me that no one cares about harry potter no one cares about harry potter and, and i think more specifically, no one cares about Hagrid, which is a really fitting thing for us to to realize this week of all weeks. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, nobody cares about Hagrid, and honestly, uh, if there is anything to care about Hagrid, I'm not to be not to be very serious about this, but um, is is his um, moral ambiguity while still being one of the good guys, right? <laughs> 
Right. Yeah. Like that's, that's yeah. There's, there's plenty. If you really do truly care about Hagrid as a character, you've probably got enough to work with without, uh, he was a, he was a secret, uh, a spy spotter. Like, yeah. He, is this, is this, is this like, is there a shadow war between Snape and Hagrid like happening all this time? Ooh, don't say that. You're going to make me think this is cool. Sorry. Oh, this, <laughs> oh you go, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Now there's a fanfic. Uh, shadow shadow war between two double agents at the same school <laughs> why is it all happening at a school <laughs> it's all why are they teachers <laughs> the, the the battle for the future is is happening on on campus I and, guess. It's, and it's between everyone's least favorite teachers <laughs> The, the teacher who's really good at his job but an asshole and the teacher who's really nice but terrible at his job are, right. are competing spies perfect and that's the a powerful a concept uh, this this is why these fan theory posts should just be fanfics like i i am way more on board with this than yeah, than but- reading an essay about how it could be true due to lack of evidence to the contrary <laughs> i guess <laughs> Right. Yeah. There's, yeah. These, these are always built around this really weird framework of like things that there is no evidence for. And like, therefore, the absence of evidence, like, car- reveals a path where you can just put whatever fucking bullshit you want there. Which, if you're writing a fanfic and you're saying, like, hey, this is my idea, that's fantastic. But if you, if you are coming to Reddit and being like, uh, hello, I think I have cracked the code about why Hagrid is such a badly written character. He's actually written between the lines as a super spy. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's just not just get over yourself. Write some fan fiction. I don't know. It's fun. It's fun. You you can do it for fun. You can even do it for profit. If you're E.L. James, it is possible. You can you can you can, you can do it for both. Um. But uh, speaking of things that are for fun and profit, we've got we've got to talk about we've got to do our we got to do our chapter for the week. You ready? Oh, you mean chapter thirty grop? <laughs> I do mean chapter thirty grop. Chapter thirty grop, the one we've everyone everyone's been waiting for. Um, uh, chapter thirty grop um, starts with. Um, us finding out that Fred and George's epic departure uh, from the school has been just a huge inspiration and has thrown the entire school into chaos. Umbridge and Filch have kind of teamed up, uh, but they have been unable to remove the the swamp that, that, that Fred and George put in the corridor and no one will help them. The teachers are, are not going to help Umbridge and Filch uh, run the school. Um, all the students are are playing pranks and they all have the the roofie and ipecac pills from from fred and george and are getting out of class um and and the idea really is that everyone is acting up and and no one can stop them because what are they going to do stop all of them um Hermione expresses some concern about the stuff going on, but mostly to do with Montague, who apparently is still in the hospital wing and has not mentally recovered from his vanishing cabinet prank from Fred and George. So Hermione is kind of like, oh, should we tell what happened? Um, And Ron basically says, who cares? Um, But Ron has his own stuff to worry about, which is that... um, he, he's worried that his mom is going to blame him for Fred and George leaving the school because he's a he's a prefect and he's kind of uh, 
become like the responsible one. Uh, Harry does end up fessing up to Hermione and Ron about giving Fred and George uh, the Triwizard uh, winnings to open their shop because everyone is kind of speculating. Hermione is speculating and Mrs. Weasley are worried that they're like getting involved in like criminal activities to to fund uh, what they're doing. So Harry is just like, okay, well, I guess it's time to tell the truth. Um, Harry does think that Hermione is about to like scold him or be mad at him for that. Um, but she doesn't really, what she is upset about and does bring up is that, uh, he's not doing occlumency. Um, she hasn't, hasn't really believed his, his story about how Snape said that, uh, that everything was fine. Um, and Harry did end up telling her that when when she when he talked to Sirius, um, that that Sirius wanted him to continue taking lessons. So Hermione's just kind of been pestering him about it. Um, and Ron and Ron is kind of in on it. Ron has told Hermione uh, that Harry is still having dreams. Uh, Harry basically like we kind of get a, a rundown that Harry is still having having the dreams and is is pretty resolved to just kind of go along with it he in the dreams he is very curious of what is in the department of mysteries um and he's he's kind of getting closer all, all the time he saw a shelf that's full of orbs and he wants he wants to get one of those orbs for some reason and he's going to find out what it is um to kind of deflect from Hermione and Ron asking him about it um he said that he's not having dreams about that he's having dreams about how bad ron is at quidditch and that makes ron sad um it's the last game of the quidditch season uh, due to how the tournament brackets all ended up it's um i believe ravenclaw versus gryffindor for the finals um because ravenclaw hufflepuff beat slytherin there's kind of like a tournament bracket thing doesn't matter um it's the last game uh, and ron is like well we're not gonna win because i suck too bad uh hermione and harry sit down to start to watch the game um but and then the slytherins are you know singing singing the horrible weasley is our king uh sarcastic song um when hagrid approaches them and he's not looking good his face is all bruised up still um but we are about to solve that mystery uh he asks for their help and and harry and hermione follow him uh and and to their surprise he leads them to the forbidden forest and they walk for a really long time like to where the forest is just like really they're right in the middle of it um and finally, Hagrid kind of takes them aside, and we we finally understand why he took so long to get back from his secret spy mission. Uh, and he tells Harry and Hermione that he has dragged his half-brother Grop from the giant village uh, and brought him to live in the forest. Um, Hermione is extremely upset about this. Um, Hagrid is trying to teach Grop English so that he can get along with, with people and um, and Grop has has been beating him up all year, basically, because uh, he doesn't know his own strength. Um, and we we see Grop for the first time. Uh, also, the part of the reason that Hagrid wanted to to bring him here is because he's he was getting bullied by the other giants for being too small. Um, we we see Grop, and he's like he looks like a, a big a hill laying down and he's all tied up. Um, but he's like 16 feet tall. I think he wakes up and he kind of thrashes around and is super dangerous. And Hagrid tries to talk to him. Um, but he, he 
basically makes Harry and Hermione promise to, uh, if if Hagrid gets fired, which he probably will, uh, will they please go and talk to Grop sometime so that he can learn and get along with humans? Um, Harry and Hermione just kind of agree because they don't know what else to do. Uh, and then they go to leave the forest Um but on their way out, uh, they run into some centaurs that are mad and are like, we're going to kill you, Hagrid, because um, we're, we're mad at you now because you intervened when we tried to kill Forenzi for, for betraying us. Um, Hagrid gets into a little, a little back and forth with them, um, but uh, the centaurs aren't going to attack Hagrid because it's a centaur crime to, to hurt children, and, and Hagrid is, is with children, so, so they'll let him pass. Um, they leave the forest, um, and as they return to the Quidditch match, it sounds like it's over, and they hear the Weasleys are King song. Uh, but wait a minute, it's the Gryffindors singing it, and it's not sarcastic anymore. Uh, they they won the Quidditch Cup. That's the end of the chapter. This chapter starts off so good. I I really really like the first part of this chapter, and I was like, I was easing into it, and I was like, oh, maybe maybe. Maybe this will all work out. Maybe we'll get to Grop and it'll all click into place. No, nope. Mm -mm. I want I want to like the first part of this chapter, but at the same time, I'm still like extreme, like just like very confused about about what's going on and why I care, I guess. Oh, yeah, I mean, like like the I, I still don't know what the um uh what the like Fred and George and and like school stuff <laughs> and montague like i don't know what any of that shit is about still um i i don't understand what what jk <laughs> is trying to say here but i i really did at least appreciate and enjoy this painting this chapter paints of uh uh like just a school in chaos right like just just all all pretense of like like rules mattering to these these teens has flown out the window and is just like complete like school school chaos i don't know i thought that was cute i i enjoyed this part it is cute i i do agree with that i am still really stuck on be feeling confused at why this book is a cartoon sometimes it's, this is this is like the most cartoon this, this i mean like it's it's really funny i really like it the this stuff about how like like the swamp uh, no one can get rid of the swamp and so students are like putting the bubblehead charm on so they don't have to smell it or whatever and uh and like uh filch has to like pontoon people across on a raft like that stuff is great but it's from chamber of secrets right like that like this is a gag from the earlier books yeah that has been transplanted I, into this one may, maybe i'm being too picky but it just i can't i can't get over the tone issue with the story that's trying to be told here <laughs> it just it just gives me a little bit of whiplash whenever this happens. And it's oh, totally. not even that I really dislike it. I think that that stuff is, is pretty cute. I just, it, I just feel like kind of, um, like I get the wind knocked out of me. Like it's just too, it's too much. And I feel like I am probably being just like a little bit picky here. And, and this is like a, a, an example of a way that I am being really picky, which is, and you can tell me if this is, is like a little bit crazy, but I'm so bothered by the thing that this book does where it's like 
the bubblehead charm was like the elite magic of the last book that nobody could find in any book. And now everyone <laughs> yeah. is walking around doing it and knows about it and yeah. just doing it casually in the hallways because this this part is a cartoon for no reason. And the yes, other parts totally. are so not a cartoon. <laughs> It's very confusing. I mean, there's there's the there there's there's one part here that like crosses this threshold in like one sentence where it's like there's this really funny description of a Niffler getting into Umbridge's office and like just just wrecking the like all her stuff. Right. And it's like, that's that's funny. Like, that's Looney Tunes. And then there's like the follow up that's like it nearly bit her finger off trying to chew her ring off or whatever. It's like, ah. okay, that, that's a little, that's a little darker. <laughs> it just, it, and it doesn't feel like, like dark comedy or anything really. It just like feels like it can't decide whether it wants to be horrific or hilarious and just can't settle on either. Right. I can't, I can't with this Montague stuff. I think that's what I just keep coming back to is that I can't deal with how this book wants me to, to have, have this, this fun cartoon chaos scene and then immediately transitions into like this meditation on whether it's right to, to shove Montague into a closet. (laughs) Yeah. Especially when Hermione is the one who is uh, really, really worked up about this Montague thing when it's like you, you put, You've per- so far permanently scarred someone else for tattling on you. Like, like I, I and like it, it doesn't feel there's no like sense of uh, irony or like, uh, you know, um, transplanted guilt or whatever in the character development here that she's like trying to make up for something else that she's feeling bad about. It's just like Hermione continues to feel like three different characters that swap when the scene requires it. Right either that or this is trying to make some sort of statement that is um like i i don't i can't even tell if it's an accident i can't tell it if hermione says like oh we should tell someone about montague he could be permanently injured if we are supposed to remember that she permanently injured someone to like two chapters ago (laughs) right yeah like if this if this was like you know her guilt manifesting as blame right like like her her not being able to to process her own culpability and something and and putting it on someone else like that i would almost say that's like yeah that's a really good character writing but like that never because these are all actions that have happened to characters that exist only to have those actions happen to them and then get shuffled off screen i i have no frame of reference for how important any of this stuff is or how like truly traumatizing any of this stuff is right like there's no there's no sense that um uh the the montague uh, uh event has like uh, like damn Mont- like no no one's going like damn montague's been been kind of acting kind of different ever since those weasley guys shoved him into it or i guess no one even knows who it is it's just like what's happened you know there's no like whispered hushed whispers like what's happened to montague he seems to like no one cares no one knows who he is he is only a character who is <laughs> named in in when when we need to be reminded that this thing happened it just keeps coming up it has come up like three or four times mm-hmm. and i and i had and i like part of me is like why am i so stuck on this but at the same time it's like why bring up a character that we've never met three or four times we didn't see the thing happen to him <laughs> mm-hmm. What is this trying to say? Yeah. 
Yeah, I I truly don't know. Um, and again, like like it keep the Montague thing specifically is so weird uh, for it to keep on bringing up as like this. I don't, oh, this 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 specter of of past crimes or whatever from the Weasley boys. When the rest of the chapter is like reveling in stuff the Weasleys did, and they rode off into the sunset last chapter, and everyone fucking loves them, and the book clearly loves them, right? Like, there's no. I, I get no sense that I'm supposed to question whether or not the Weasley twins rule or not. Like they clearly do. Right. Kind of. I, I feel like I almost detected a shadow of a like people getting like innocent people getting like caught in the crossfire vibe mm. from this whole thing. And I am, I'm racking my brain to figure out why I felt that way about it because it wasn't really the montague stuff but it was kind of just like a like a a a brief moment where it felt like it was trying to say something about how like oh everyone gets hurt when we Mm -hmm. when we when we do this um while you're racking your brains can i can i share a a school story oh please do okay so 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 i think part of the reason like this this scene resonates so much with me is it i've i have felt that like that like oh the school is just in complete chaos now thing like a couple of times in my life um the best time ever being when uh the vice principal at the uh uh, junior high that i went to uh i guess caught wind of some some cusses that some kids were doing oh geez and decided that the best course of action was to go from classroom to classroom and yell at all the students that enough is enough (laughs) uh, and you can't say these these words and i learned i think maybe the bulk of the swear words that i know uh to, to this day from this happening she she runs into these classrooms like like she was a very in, intense intense person already but it, like, so- it sounds like it <laughs> but 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 she, when she was on this tear it was really something to behold she like burst into the room and she was like like you know you, this this has gone on long enough i've never heard such horrible language from people your age don't say cunt don't say camel toe don't say fuck don't say (laughs) and she just like went down this laundry list like i didn't know what a camel toe was in junior high and then i and then i i learned (laughs) thanks to thanks to this teacher flying off the handle uh and so of course this really backfired and everyone everyone just started uh saying all these these funny words that she taught everyone uh, and it, there was just like a couple days where I just like had this palpable feeling of like, oh yeah, this like the the teachers have have completely lost, you know, lost the they they've let go of the reins here, and the students have have taken control. It was very funny. That is a that is a powerful like that only happens in junior high. I swear <laughs> to God, like I I don't know what it is about that age group and and middle school junior high and there's just always that teacher that flies off the handle and you're just like 
what, why are you not an adult? Like they, they're too, <laughs> they're too invested. They're too invested in, in the, the middle school, junior high atmosphere and they, <laughs> and they just completely lose it. It's yeah. It's, it's clearly this teacher, uh, or I guess this is like the assistant principal, uh, had, this is someone I definitely imagine like got into got into the job because of like oh I just I just love the the innocence of children like out of the mouths of babes comes comes the the pearls of wisdom right and and being this being the early two thousands or whatever uh, maybe had like the the uh, the sheen of like teenage innocence uh, destroyed slowly after. Uh, <laughs> watching uh, uh children uh, uh scream cusses at each other over pokemon cards and stuff but uh it was i i'm i it's just i i will never forget the way that she just 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 barged into this classroom completely unannounced because she, she she like went door to door like you could hear like after she had done it in our classroom she went to like the next one and you could hear her again giving the same spiel like like just just going door to door, screaming at all these all these cusses at, at these uh, at these teens and and teaching them uh, all the funny words that we might not have learned yet. That's very one. That's wonderful. I I I. This is a like a not really related because it's not it's not the uh, a teacher has lost control story. But when I read the outsiders in like seventh or eighth grade my english teacher definitely passed around a list of all the cuss words that were going to be in it (laughs) and and what they meant and to not say them oh my god but they also had things like some some kind of yolden slang like booze hound on it sure Just in case you don't know what it, can't can't figure out what that one means can't just, can't work that one out. Just a handy chart. God, that's so funny. Yeah, I I just there is there's a real I I I definitely kind of associate Umbridge's like loss of control of the school here with this like outrageously cartoony thing that happened to me in junior high, where just this teacher just screaming camel toe at the top of her lungs at a bunch of, <laughs> at a bunch of children just really really funny yeah, that's delightful i um i really like that and i and i like that for umbridge also which makes me really sad about this like contemptible character we could have had if she wasn't the the comedy torture quill <laughs> right character yeah. instead yeah yeah she's such a missed opportunity like like i want umbridge to be more evil right like it's 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 it the the, the, the makings are all there for sure <sighs> yeah so yeah uh this this like i said this this part I, I it, it, as I as I always say on this podcast in a vacuum, I really liked this scene, um, but it is it is absolutely like completely at odds with with what I think this story is supposed to be about at this point. And like like I just I I I want this parade of of side characters to go if they're not going to get any sort of time to like develop as characters outside of their function to the story i just just cut him imagine if it was malfoy right like imagine if the montague thing had happened to malfoy and like we had a character that like we, we know and dislike but like have sort of like a latent sympathy for just because he's like a fun character that we've known previously and like 
you know, he, you know, we're sort of, I, I don't know about you, but like with, with Malfoy, except in book two, where he was just like an out and out psychopath. Like I've always sort of like enjoyed his like bad insults and like sort of, ah, oh, he'll, he'll grow out of it. Right. Like he'll, yeah. I mean, he's, he a, he's a another chance. one. He's another character that's kind of like umbrage, right. Where it's like, there's a lot of fun stuff there, but for some reason he, he just has to just be completely off the handle sometimes to serve mm-hmm. the story in a way that just kind of sucks a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that's honestly like kind of where my patience has run out um, for a scene like this, which is probably the best thing in this chapter. And I wish it didn't have to be montage style about a bunch of characters we don't know. I don't know why. Why does nothing happen on screen in this book? I can't <laughs> like that. That is really kind of where I am with it is that. If I were to, especially with this chapter, just like think back on all of the events that have happened in like to or near the characters that we know or care about, mm-hmm. this book would be like 70 pages at this point. <laughs> which, which like there's an aspect of that that almost feels thematic. Like I, there's, there's that scene in the very beginning of the book that I still really like, which is like Harry waiting around for something to happen right um except that it's super frustrating further in the book because things are happening just elsewhere right like it's it's not like the the sense of malaise is gone it just feels more like fomo like oh something sounds like something really interesting happened between montague and and the twins guess we'll never know right like like these are scenes that i wish we could have seen uh, uh rather than like heard about third hand also we really are back to kind of passive harry right he doesn't oh, yeah. he doesn't give a shit about montague i don't give a shit about montague because i don't know who he is <laughs> i don't think harry knows who he is why no, would he he didn't we know, don't know Luna. His name. we just know his last he... name <laughs> it's so dumb why isn't it malfoy it's not like malfoy has anything to do in this book the no. one thing that he has done he's done off screen which is write and choreograph a song sarcastic <laughs> Which is very impressive. I would have loved to have seen him. I want to see him in the common room, like mapping this out. Like, hey, what do you think of this song that I just wrote? And I don't know, like Pansy Parkinson being like, well, it could use a little oomph or something. Yeah. Give give me slithering glee or something. Right. Anything. Anything that that happens to any character that I care about <laughs> or or even no, I feel like a broken record. Like I've been saying this a lot, but this, this chapter really, really set it up in a way that it was such a glaring issue. And also the fact that Harry gets like brought along on this side quest mm-hmm. for this chapter, um, away from everything that's happening, something that is completely inconsequential and then his only character motivation is wanting to see an orb in a dream because of some sort of like supernatural urge that we don't care about or understand. Yeah, we get no like description I, of what this urge feels like or what this orb like like I for when, when we got when we got to the part of this where um by the way, one of the f- most like accidentally hilarious scenes in this book is when uh, ron is telling hermione like oh yeah i i overheard harry saying in his sleep just a bit further like <sighs> <laughs> like ron i'd keep that to my fucking self my guy like 
Um, but like, I realized that we like, didn't, we've not really gotten aside from like the one really good description of the dream where it like sort of came in, uh, in the middle of another scene as he was like going to sleep. And it like, was this really woozy, like transition from describing what was actually happening to like the dream he was having. We've not gotten a good, like, uh, uh, um, like meaty description of like what these dreams feel like for Harry. Right. Like, I don't care that he wants to see the orb. Like there's a door and he wants to go through it and there's an orb there. Like, okay. That's, that's like, like, (laughs) I feel like, like, I feel like a main character wanting to find an orb in a dream due to a mysterious supernatural reason or urge maybe mm -hmm. carries a novella, not an 870 page (laughs) novel. Yeah, it's a it's an experimental short story. Moreover, <laughs> it's not like it really explores that with him. Like you were saying, we don't know what that feels like for him. We don't know what he's thinking about it beyond just like a superficial like oh, I'm going to have to see Snape. Uh he's mad at me. I really want that orb. <laughs> I hey, really Harry. want I really want the orb. I forgot that we even knew that there was an orb in the dreams. Yeah. Like I, I think that sort of slipped in the Occlumency chapter, maybe. There's but no like, like interesting like character stuff happening where he's like becoming obsessed or like knowing that he shouldn't. Or, or I feel like there are so many directions you could go in this, or even maybe looking up what a mysterious orb could be. Harry, go to the library. Go to Trelawney's still living on campus. Give us Trelawney, a scene. With- if I saw some mysterious orbs in a dream, what's that about? Yeah, go 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 see Trelawney. Let's have like a fun sort of sad scene with like like wine drunk Trelawney complaining to Harry about Umbridge and then like like getting excited when he has a divination question. Like like there's ah what a missed opportunity that would be, huh? Like like I, we have characters we have characters that we know about who can do these things who are not here because we have to hear about fucking Sturgis Podmore and Montague, who has no first name uh, and, and all this other bullshit. I, I really am like thinking about the characters that have, have like mattered to the story at all. I'm just like, and there it is. It's like that we have to like meditate on this moral question about like Hermione uh, permanently scarring Marietta versus montague who maybe has lost his mind permanently but it doesn't really like even sit with hermione and like what she thinks of that it's it's like a it's it's two sentences between hermione and ron and honestly i think that conversation might only exist to serve their relationship yes yeah totally that's that that comes up after ron ron tells hermione uh wow harry had a weird nutting dream uh 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 the other day what was it what was that all about it was about an orb um and then they just changed subjects to that i it's it's just a mess i there's like a couple of salvageable things in that like i think i i will say that like i i i really like ron's um relief that harry admitted that he gave the twins the money and his like first thought is like oh thank god i'm not gonna get in trouble like that like that's pretty (laughs) funny um anything anything in this book um that is like dealing with ron's like inner conflict about like like 
walking this middle path between the twins and Percy is really fun to me. Um, and so him Even just sort his, of like, I like I like his Quidditch stuff. Too bad it didn't get to happen on screen in this <laughs> chapter at all. Hagrid literally has to interrupt Ron's like Quidditch final so he can introduce her, Harry and Hermione to a character who does not matter. Yep, a character that does not matter and is there to fill a singular role of doing something and then never to be heard from again. Never again. Just. Mm. I think that he might fight at the Battle of Hogwarts, um, <laughs> but is otherwise completely pointless. Oh God! Okay. If I if I were an editor and this yeah. is the first draft that would get been, like given to me, I would just rip this whole chapter out. Like just completely. cross cross it. Just nope. This is pointless. Like it what is, what it, is this here for? It is it is so pointless. And like, what's extra sad about it is that there's like a sketch of an idea here but it's not a very good one oh it's um, a bad bad one it's a very bad one i th- this is the the weird like inter inter magical species politics in these books has never been good and i think will never get good but this is uh the at least on par with the spew stuff as like really uncomfortable in a way that makes me want to like pull JK Rowling aside and be like, have you read this? Like, did you, (laughs) did you, did you read this after you wrote it? Because the, the, the parallel here between friends being one of the good centaurs for wanting to work with humans the other centaurs being unreasonable for being angry with him for that. Uh, and then contrasted with, with Hagrid bringing a giant back with him uh, and, and planting it in the forest and arguing with the centaurs about like, well, it's not your forest, which I think is an odd one for Hagrid to, to to be honest like he's always seemed to have like respected the he he's he's the character who like cares about the beasts and the and the and the animals right like like it's weird that he's being so hostile to them there but it really paints a very uncomfortable picture about like what what JK Rowling and I'm like this is this is reading a lot into it like this this could just be completely coincidental just was not thinking about what what the implications here were what the subtext came off as but this idea that like uh all races are good as long as they behave like uh uh white anglo wizards right like just really unfortunate stuff i know we talked about this when forenzi was teaching the divination class but I mean, this chap this chapter again rehashed that Frenzy is like a blonde white centaur, and yep. Bane got reintroduced as black bodied. Mm-hmm. Yep, and evil and unreasonable. Yeah, it's really bad stuff, and yeah, it's 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 just this very. Uh, uh, I mean, it's 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 like your typical like like normie racism stuff right it's the like okay just be normal right it's it's the just be normal argument that is 
that, that just blows past any actual consideration for uh, other cultures, uh, other, you know, other societies, just like I live, I am a wizard. I am, I am, I am an English wizard. I am the default. Everything should be like the default. And I don't care what you look like as long as you behave like what I consider the default. And it is so messy and, and gross. And I just can't. I, I, so we, we learned a while back that like Order of the Phoenix, like coming off the back of a Goblet of Fire, she had a horrible time. She she hated writing that book uh, and like like made a, a, a pact with the publisher that like, hey, I'm going to do another one of these, but I, I'm not going like like you cannot give me a deadline. Right. Was part of that. I also don't want an editor. <laughs> Because <laughs> between the story structure stuff and the like increasingly collar tugging like race politics here, I can't imagine that anyone had any oversight over this thing. I think that a lot of this stuff can probably be uh, like pretty uh, like I think that if you're not looking for it, it could fly under the radar of of like 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 you said, it's like it's pretty like this can kind of be hand waved away as like fantasy type stuff that sure. is not thought about for yeah. a second again not saying that um as an excuse but i think there's kind of like the other the other side of the coin which is where just the story structure is bad like putting <laughs> aside everything else yeah. I, like i'm sitting here and being like okay what is why why are we going on this side quest with hagrid what is this <laughs> for how does this serve the story does it tell us anything about hagrid that we didn't know before or does it help develop his character not really it kind of moves backwards i would say it rehashes the norbert chapter just in a new way it, it just kind of retells that story again um but worse because it i mean like i uh, like grop is still a person that is yeah. being like pretty much held against his will in the forest but again aside from all of that what is he for he is here solely to set up like an epic own on umbridge later on and i just don't think that is good like i just i i i it's it's cheap and it feels bad in the moment because it feels pointless moreover i'm pretty sure the epic own on umbridge ends up being more about the centaurs which the centaurs like you said, like everything you said is true. Like, I think that's very, it's, it's, it is not well thought out and the optics are very bad, but from a like normie, like liberal, like, oh, Umbridge is racist against centaurs. So I'm going to have her get attacked by centaurs thing. Like, is that really how you <laughs> want to set this up? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's yes, it's, 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 it is fraught on so many levels. The thing, it, it's so funny that you point out that like this is a rehash of the, the Norbert chapter because Hagrid even says that. He's like, damn, damn, you bet you wish this was the Norbert chapter, huh? He says like, that. It's yeah. in there. I just, I just about lost it. I could not believe it. it was, the there... book reached out and talked to me specifically. <laughs> There's a version of this story where I think this works, where like this is a a a a a story. If we like look at Hagrid's story, just like like put put the the microscope on him specifically. Hagrid is a character who doesn't change, and like that is his major flaw is that like he is a person who just is so set in their ways, is so stubborn, uh, and and so self centered that like 
no matter how many times he gets in trouble, he is never going to change his ways. And like, that's a interesting story for sure. I, I, I think that's a story worth telling about a character, but that story needs to be like a gear in another story where that, where to make that stuff matter. Right. Like, like Hagrid being unable, ultimately unable to change no matter what, what experiences he has because he is a side character. He's not the main character. If, if we're going to devote a chap, if we're going to have another like episode about like, ah, here's another episode about Hagrid not changing again. We've had like at least one per book. It needs to like, move the bigger pieces of this story along in some way rather than just being like grinding everything to a halt having him <laughs> literally drag harry and hermione away from an interesting story that's happening uh ron ron's like quidditch final and literally dragging them away to tell them the same story again right yeah and it at least needs to kind of like if if he is not going to change, if he is not going to learn or change, it needs to at least reflect or, or move our main characters. Who I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure this doesn't go anywhere. I'm pretty sure that Harry and Hermione aren't like burdened by what is happening. I'm pretty sure that they never think about Hagrid or see him in a new way after this. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not as if they're like they don't like, put their uh, foot down with him. No, it's it's not like, oh, when we were 11, you know, we thought this was cool. And now it's we're realizing it sucks. (laughs) Like there there are a lot of things that could happen here, but I'm pretty sure that it just kind of fizzles and Grop might come back and fight in the Battle of Hogwarts. um, and, And he is set up to be the solution to the umbrage problem but is that a good reason for the scene to exist like i just don't i just don't think so no no yeah it's 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 a completely it's a waste like it, 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 it there's no there's no value here grop is not an interesting character either uh he like like he is it, it is frustrating too that like for as much as this book like like the first chapter dealing with Hagrid and the Giants I think was really good because it painted a picture of like a society that was that was very different and hard to understand but clearly like a real society with you know cr- like like sentient beings partaking in it right uh they have they like they they have a culture they have politics uh and like it may seem like weird or strange but like they they were like legitimized as like like oh this is you've written a uh like an interesting fantasy race right now we have grop who is just like a human shaped dog basically and it's very uncomfortable like he he it's they it have is, language. Giants have their own language. Yeah. And Hagrid has kidnapped this person and said to Harry and Hermione, teach him English. Yeah. And well, in, are, and like well, I, are you kidding me? Right. And there's and like there's a version of again, there's a version of that story where where you know everyone like puts their foot down with Hagrid and says, like, nope, this is too far. You've 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 fucked up this time. You need to you need to stop this. Um, but it turns out that actually it's cool that he did it because, uh, because Grop gets to, uh, fuck with Umbridge and also, uh, he is useful in a big battle that happens two books later. 
Right. So like, yeah. Like Hagrid is essentially absolved of this kidnap. He kidnaps someone, right? Like he's Hagrid is Hagrid is gone off the off the deep end like like you know we were talking about that reddit post about how he's a, how's a death eater he's like no he's not a death eater he's a sociopath right like he's 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 a monster sometimes um yeah i will i, I will be looking forward to shane dawson's documentary is hagrid a sociopath <laughs> yeah yeah, I just I I don't know. Like it's 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 such a waste of again. Like I like Hagrid, uh, but like this is such a waste of his character. I'm I'm so frustrated that it like hey this is th- this should show you how uh, how like much I care about getting any sort of character development at all out of this book. Uh, I I am upset that we got taken away from Quidditch. Like that, right, that, I know. Yeah, we, right? I mean, this this really this chapter is a perfect storm for us because it's like we got taken away from Quidditch to do a Norbert chapter, which is like really the culmination of just all of the worst stuff possible. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I do want to mention before we move on from the Grop stuff, um, only because like. Are we supposed to think Grop is an animal? Because that, like, this is right, this is the part where I'm stuck on. Because I, I totally like, I'm starting to kind of put together like, like a little bit of what you're saying, which is that like Hagrid doesn't change, right? And and to and and it's very strange because he's like a he's a bad care of magical creatures teacher because he is unwilling to accept that animals are not the way that they are, right? We saw, I mean, we saw that with Norbert. We see that with, with all these, these creatures that he, he basically doesn't respect, right? Like he's, he is bad at that and he won't accept it. Um, he but thinks here, everything is a domesticated pet. Right. And then, but then we also see him um, talk about giants and what that reminds me of a little bit and again this is not a great parallel to draw but i am i'm stuck doing so because of the different way that hagrid treats a house elf versus a um a giant his brother Mm. because hagrid was one of the voices when hermione was going through spew that was the one that sat everyone down and was like you can't you can't free the slaves. This is how they are. This is right. what they like. Yeah. And so I am just like scratching my head over that being being true and good to the story, right? Like, oh, can't free the slaves. They like being slaves. But Hagrid, like, kidnapping this person because he knows better, right? Mm-hmm. And that treats Grop like an animal because that is how he treats animals, but not how he treats people people like house elves are people right yeah and he, he doesn't want to change their essential nature that the, the text is telling us is is their essential nature mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. versus versus grop who who is unwilling he's tied down in the forest yeah he, he's being held against his will and then Hagrid's just like oh he just needs to needs to learn english like what <laughs> i i don't <laughs> understand <laughs> Yeah, and like there's there's like a little bit that, like it, there's like a ghost of like uh, uh, this being like not about Grot but about Hagrid, right? Like he is so desperate for family, right? Like 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 uh, he, you know he is he is someone like he clearly like he saw Grot getting beaten up or whatever. Like who who knows if like the, you know the story that he tells is true about like oh they were beating him up because he was small. Um, like like who knows if that's true but like that you know he 
you know, he he clearly sees something of himself in in Gromp as like, oh, he's an outcast too. So there's like almost this tragic element here, but the story doesn't want to engage with it on those terms of like, oh, this is like the grand tragedy of Hagrid's character. He uh, he he can't uh, uh, he can't see he can't respect like like people or animals or anything for like what they really are. Uh, he just barrels headfirst into everything because it might provide him with some sense of connection. Like there, that's a real ass character right there. Yeah. Um, but like, we're we're not getting that. We're just getting the wheel spin of like, hey, this thing Haggard has done four times. <laughs> here it is a fifth time. Like this time it's gonna be epic. This time it's yeah, and and this time it's gonna pay off because uh, because. Well, he might have he might have uh, 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 talked himself into kidnapping uh, a, a a living person, but hey, that living person is gonna throw rocks at Voldemort two years later. So <laughs> who's to say? Who's to say who's in the wrong here? It's so stupid. <laughs> By the way, we're not we are not missing like any like 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 this doesn't just go for Grop. This goes for Montague. This goes for Marietta. This goes for sturgis podmore and rookwood and all these fucking characters yesterday when we were like getting our notes together and and, and chatting about this episode i like pulled up the harry potter wiki and the harry potter potter lexicon and was like looking at these characters i was like okay something's got to pay off with these characters right gromp's entry on lexicon which is by the way not the not the weird um uh, uh uh wiki that like pulls in info from like you know speculation and and video games and stuff this is the lexicon which is like for the the book only people grop's entry begins and ends with this chapter and then there is like a one sentence footnote at the end that says grop fought in the battle of the hogwarts like that's wonderful it. all his character is here for hmm I really like your your angle on it that it's like Hagrid looking for connection and I feel like you could even develop that further and have and have Harry like like be frustrated or 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 sad that Hagrid is so desperate to find connections where where there there can't be one when he's he's there right he's not valuing exactly. the people that he knows in his life we're right, not going right. to get any of that. <laughs> no, no. Like there's, there's such a, there's, this is part of like why I, I, I don't like outright <laughs> hate Hagrid, even though this cha- chapter and many of his other chapters have been so frustrating is like, there is such a juicy character there. Like, like, like you say, exactly. Like, like Hagrid is so convinced that, that um he has no family or, you know, has no friends, has no connection in this world when he is like, he has friends he has people who care about him they're right he's he is he is putting horrible stuff upon them right now in this scene and like that 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 it would take not much work to turn this disaster of a chapter into a really touching sad story about this this guy who just can't can't see what he has uh uh you know he, he can't appreciate um the the family that he does have around him the support he does have and keeps on searching for it elsewhere and and getting into trouble uh but that's not the story this is that that's all that's all just like those that's all just me putting together bits and pieces from this like completely unnecessary chapter into something that resembles character development right 
Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it really, it really is so strange that we have, we have, we've got, we've got the word count and yet we spend no time with the characters we really care about. There's, there has been like, like there has been some parts I like in this book. Um, I, I think overall I'm still enjoying this book more than uh, Goblet of Fire for sure. Mm-hmm. There is still nothing as good anywhere in this book as the Mirror Bearer said. Yeah, like just just from a pure like like here is a here is a neat little character development story. Nothing close. Nothing close to that. I really I I think that some of the serious stuff early in this in this book is close for me. Yeah, um, actually, but yeah, it, feel, right. it feels I, kind yeah. of squandered at this point with yeah. Sirius's weird, uh, the way he's been acting over the past few chapters. And yeah, that's it a good feels point. it feels like the book itself is kind of like chickening out on its own setup a little <laughs> that's bit. That's true. Yeah, you're right. No, it's the serious stuff is really excellent at the beginning of this book for sure. Um, he is he is a very <sighs> just realizing that his his whole arc is exactly what Hagrid's arc is here. So this Hagrid thing is like doubly unnecessary because we already got a really good story about someone who is like desperate for connection and can't get any and, and isn't able to. Oh God. You could just cut this entire chapter. Just get rid of it. Yeah. It's, it's just awful. Um, I will say that this is probably one of the rare. Well, I guess like I can't really say rare occasions, um, but the subreddit agrees with us. This is one of the most hated chapters and really? the most and and Grop is one of the most like ev- everyone pops in to say like anyone like DAE uh think that Grop is the most useless character or like does anyone else skip Grop chapter? Yeah, <laughs> this is uh, this is up there like if huh. you if you search it it's just like that that's what that's what you get um you there are some some grop defenders for sure but it's <laughs> it's a lot of um uh here's one from nine months ago does anyone else find the chapter grop boring as shit uh this <laughs> yes, one from I 10 do. months ago how important is grop to the series um he pops up in your least favorite chapter uh my least favorite chapter is grop it's <laughs> on on and on so so we are not alone okay that's good to know yeah i i i guess i'm not surprised like this is this one is bad in a way that i think even the most diehard harry potter fan would not like not have fun in this chapter right like there's not there's not much going on with grop that's like even even satisfying on like the level of like i love harry potter i love all of my favorite characters like grop and some of the descriptive Sturgis. stuff that happens in the forest is kind of nice. I, li- yeah. I liked the description of them walking up and him being like looking like a hill on the ground. And then the like slow realization that it was a giant the whole time. Like there's, there, there's some some descri- description words that, that are fun, <laughs> I guess. No, yeah, I actually there are a few places in this chapter where I highlighted just some like fun writing uh uh there's some there's some like good kind of like like dry humor in some of the descriptions at the beginning um uh there's there's some like you say like some really nice flowery descriptive language describing 
uh, uh, Grop, Grop's like figure. I like the description of his feet as two massive sledges. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's just some fun uh, uh, visual stuff, but like it is all in service of just a, a real empty chapter. Um, and we've got to talk about speaking of, of em- empty, we've got to talk about the epic turnaround of Weasley is our king. I feel like when Hermione and Harry are leaving the forest and hearing the song and realizing that actually, actually it is, it has been, the tables have been turned. I felt like the book was mocking me personally. (laughs) Did you feel that way? Like, just Uh, like, like you can't do this. You can't do this to me. You can't you can't take the sarcastic song and then make this, this song sincere and then be like, hey, wasn't that epic? I I I'm I'm so sad that we already like did all of our sarcastic song goofs and sarcastic badge goofs because I wasn't <laughs> I was not prepared for it to manifest like our prediction to manifest like this literally. Like, like, oh, it really was just a matter of, uh, of, of them just turn the singing the song back, but with nice lyrics instead of mean lyrics. Like, so like, did they prepare it in advance? Yeah, because oh, I, yeah. I think about the- that a lot. I'm like, oh, Draco spent a lot of time in the song. You know, it rhymes. <laughs> Um, it's all, you know, he had to teach it to all the other students. I think we talked about that. Are they harmonizing on and on like that? That's kind of a feat. Like you don't just write a song, right? You know, just like it, it takes some time. It takes some doing. So did the Gryffindors in preparation for the slim possibility (laughs) that Gryffindor is going to win this game? Did they write this song in advance? Yeah, How long have yeah. they been sitting on this? Yeah, Do they, just, have they shown up with it at every Quidditch game with the lyrics on like note cards? Just, just in like case. waiting? Yeah, like Seamus Finnegan like like three games ago was like, okay, hear me out. I know that Ron is not a good Quidditch player, but just in case he is good at some <laughs> point, I've rewritten the song and I've distributed it to all of you. And so if 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 it just by chance, if he does make a game-winning save, uh, we will be ready with this version of the song. Ah, that's really powerful, and it also says a lot about uh, Gryffindor in general. Only because, like, you would expect if someone was going to go to that amount of effort, like, okay, we're going to take the Slytherin parody song and we're going to make it sincere. So we're going to need some new lyrics. Wouldn't what that person that would choose to do that either be Hermione or Harry, who are Ron's best friends? Like, who? Who in Gryffindor House did this? And <laughs> yeah, why? I, I, that, it, there, if if it really was like a like, oh, Hermione had that would be actually really sweet. There's there's God, I hate to do J.K. Rowling's job for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, there's a there's a really sweet version of this where like Hermione has been like sitting on this version of the song that she wrote just in case the boy she has a crush on does good at sports. And she can like deliver this gesture to him, right? Like that's I, sort of cute. Yeah, and that yeah. also kind of says something about her character. Like, I oh, that's so good because it's like 
we see her organizational skills and they're always like an annoyance thing. Like she's like prepared planners and all this stuff. We see it in a way that it annoys the main characters, but this would be the chance for her to like show that she's got these like laminated note cards. She's distributed among all the Gryffindor students. Like it's all, it's all prepared. And that like shows to Ron, like the good side of that character trait. Yeah, that would have been really, really sweet and good. I it would have think. been really cute, and 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 it would have been uh uh the the first moment where I was like, oh okay, I get that these characters do like each other, as opposed to them just being absolutely garbage people to each other <laughs> every chapter, and and me wishing that they would just find other friends because they clearly hate each other. Like that's so cute. There's. Well, JK, no. if you're listening. Harry, Harry and Hermione were not there. Moreover, the last thing that Harry said to Ron before this all happened was how shitty he was at Quidditch. <laughs> I had a dream. I had a dream about how much you sucked at Quidditch, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> Harry is such a bitch. Jesus Christ. <sighs> oh my God. God, yeah. No, this is. I'm I I was bracing for impact on this chapter and and I I don't think it worked. Uh there's 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 some stuff here and it ain't good. Um but but hey, we're done. We've we've done it. Do you feel do you feel healed? Do you feel like you visited the cubes and and maybe recharged and like now you're ready to plow forward through the rest of this book because we're done with the grot bullshit for now? I guess I feel kind of more um uh just like resigned. Like I don't even think I was like braced for the grop chapter, but it was better. Like I just I went in it just with like not I just was like hollow. Like I I just <laughs> I lost I've I've lost everything. They can't take <laughs> anything else away from me. So it just it didn't even affect me. <laughs> Harry Potter has driven you to despair. Yeah, it has. And, oh, and that's I think little, I, I know I usually say at the end of the episode, but our net and our next our next chapter is just called OWLs. Can't oh, wait. Fuck. Super excited. Woo! I'm, okay. glad, I'm glad that those these are the things that we get to see our main characters do is take tests and have dreams about orbs. <laughs> Well, I don't have anything else for this chapter. Do you think we should should uh, uh, take a take a quick break to recharge here and then come back with some much more blessed news? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. Welcome back. Um, we had kind of a, a cursed chapter this week, uh, wouldn't you say? Uh, yes. Um, so I think uh, it is time for us to to you know we could have gone gone onto the subreddit and found some grop posts or, or or found some good video essays on grop. I'm sure they exist, but I'm I'm all gropped out. I'm, I've hit my grop limit. All gropped out. All gropped out. So I think this week we should discuss uh, a discovery you made that has been uh, really delighting me today. Oh, um, sure. Uh, which is the uh, subreddit, not the Harry Potter subreddit, but a new subreddit dedicated specifically to news about that 
triple a game that leaked uh last year so here's the thing i feel like recently we we did kind of like a primer um about the subreddit the the wand lore the wand makers yes the um, wandsmith people and and we found them and they were kind of like you know, the, this this group is kind of our nemesis, right? Like th- these these are not our kindred <laughs> spirits. Um, but we found our home on this new one. I feel like I feel like these are these are our kindred spirits. The where the where is the triple A game? Where is the triple A game? Yes, the the these these are our kin for certain. Do you think we can I... apply to be mods of this subreddit? <sighs> shrieking shack moving up in the world moving up moving on up yeah the wb (laughs) won't invite us to e3 but maybe maybe we can get a a moderator position on this subreddit that would be wonderful i am just noticing so i'm on uh, reddit.com slash r slash hp magic awakened have you have you noticed that it is snowing on the subreddit oh what what's the occasion i i have no earthly idea there is they they have a banner which is like a screenshot of the leak and then you know the title the the harry potter magic awakened and there's also a, a picture of a dragon that just seems unrelated but it's also <laughs> snowing there's like animated snow falling. beautiful um i'm not sure why that's there <laughs> or or what that's meant to represent perhaps it's like maybe the game will be out around christmas time oh that would oh wouldn't mm, there's that's that's the kind of wishful thinking that'll take you far on this subreddit exactly (laughs) uh so this is this is a um this is a subreddit dedicated to a video game that has not been announced uh, has zero info available uh i think the magic awakened title was gleaned from a uh, another leak that came out like after the first one i thought uh, it was the same i thought that the person that posted the, the oh that's thing right also posted the text that was on like the little pamphlet they the got NBA they signed yeah didn't sign yeah the yes you're right the, okay so so that is the title we do know that that is at least the working title of this game um but this 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 subreddit is so beautiful because this what like like when you said to me hey i've just found a uh a subreddit for the game i was like (laughs) oh good there's gonna be some really good like like harry potter skyrim posts like i hope the game has the biggest open world ever i hope you can fly the broom i hope there's physics i hope that the i hope that the environments are destroyed you know just like like playground like yeah I hope, like here's I hope, a quite here's a quest idea that would be pretty cool to see in the game yeah that's that, that kind of fun stuff but no this is a subreddit mostly dedicated to shooting your shot as to when you think the game (laughs) is going to be announced and then being very worried when that date blows by um so it's it's like the heaven's gate of 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 harry potter subreddits in that sense uh (laughs) i think that's wonderful there it's a beautiful beautiful group uh so let's see we have just scrolling down the you know what's hot on the subreddit uh speculation not at gamescom a triple a game like this has got to be for next gen for my guess is e3 2020 uh 
then there is uh i think the new arkham game will be announced before this one i'm not sure why i guess they're both published by wb but they're I, making I a new arkham game did anyone play the last one Ah, oh, the last last arkham game don't get me started on that thing Ooh, ee, oof. um uh so somebody claiming to be an animation director of the game did an AMA, but he deleted everything a couple of minutes ago. Do you guys think this is legit? Uh, with a screenshot of someone saying uh, just the most beautiful, like like gamer bullshit cold read ever. Uh, someone asked them, will the player be able to attend classes, earn house points and stuff? Then they replied, uh, you will be given an option to choose your house. <laughs> Uh, attending different classes will allow you to unlock spells. Uh, uh, getting caught doing unallowed tasks can deduct house points from your house. Uh, and then they say Quidditch can be played after unlocking broom riding skills from lessons. So like just the most obvious, like, like, ah, I bet I know what the Harry Potter game is going to have. I bet there's going to be Quidditch and spells and a house point system like i don't know literally every harry potter game that has existed so far do you do you remember when we did our um our like kind of extended feature where we did crimes of grindelwald predictions oh yeah i feel like we could maybe do that but for the triple a game except we could take all of those and turn it into a bullet point list and then just say here's what's going to happen in the harry potter game and post it on this subreddit and inspire a lot of discussion I mean, we it would should, be very rude. It's not should. very nice to these fine, fine folks. It's a, it's a social experiment. We're, we're, we should do this. Those are I always think, good. I th- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the, let's, the, there's, there's, um, there's a follow up from a moderator uh, uh, on this, on this post from mm. the person claiming to be the animation director AMA. Uh, who says mod team is looking into the legitimacy of this whole tight, which I want to know so badly what that <laughs> entails. Like, are they DMing the guy being like, are you, is are this you, real? is this real? <laughs> YN? Um, there's, uh, there's a beautiful post here. How will the game get revealed chart? And I lo- yes, this is a, this is a good one. <laughs> I, I love when things are backed up with facts and data. So please describe this chart to me. It is a pie chart that is in, in four segments, purple, mm. blue, red, and green. I don't know where they <laughs> pulled this data from, but uh, <laughs> so the largest piece of the pie here uh, is game awards. The, the, the VGAs, <laughs> that's the red segment. <laughs> the green portion, the second largest, uh, is Gamescom, mm-hmm. uh, which is coming up soon. So, so I guess I guess we have a good chance, according to this hard data here. Uh, purple, sometime in 2020, <laughs> which is my, fairly, my money's on that one. It's <laughs> a fairly significant chunk, and then there's a small sliver here of blue. And blue is labeled, they forgot to upload it. Who? Upload what? Upload what? Where? This must have been, this must have been like post, uh, uh, no, this was seven days ago. I was about to say this must have been like post E3 when we found out that it wasn't there. But no, this was, this was 
seven days ago. I hate when I forget to upload my upload my game announcement. Oh, I forgot we for, we were going to announce the Harry Potter game today. I think I think Harry Potter um, WB also forgot to upload their new Pottermore website. <laughs> Uh, as you noted to me when you when you first sent me this, there were many posts uh, leading up to uh, the end of July that were ended up very disappointed because they were convinced that uh, Harry Potter's birthday was the perfect time to announce. Who this told video them game. that that <laughs> was going to happen? I want you know if I if I were on the mod team, I would want to know who started this because no game has ever been announced like that. <laughs> It's Master Chief's birthday. <laughs> we're annu- we're announcing Halo. It's beautiful. It's so it, what a, what a perfect time. Um, uh, so now that now that we have blown past Harry's birthday, uh, we have speculation. I think it will be the first September. Hey guys, it seems there won't be any announcement today. If I remember correctly, I cannot think about any announcements or releases from media's in the Wizarding World on thirty first of July. But every year are big things on the 1st September. In 2017, Pottermore released the interactive Hogwarts experience. Oh, who could forget? (laughs) (laughs) Who could forget 2017 when Pottermore broke the internet with the interactive Hogwarts experience? Uh, In 2018 (laughs) was a big event at King's Cross with actors from the Fantastic Beasts series. Furthermore, the 1st September is more important to the game than 31st of July. Hogwarts will be a hogwarts will be a big thing harry potter himself probably doesn't appear in the game uh and the gasp between oh the uh, I typo here uh, and the gasp between today and the release date if it's a next gen game seems too huge in one month it would be better so if we announce wait okay <laughs> if if we're releasing the game far away from now announcing it in end of, end of july that's too long beginning of september that's more reasonable it's, that's a that's one month less to wait. <laughs> this, you know, we are going to look like fools if we release this episode se- and September first rolls around. Big announcement! <laughs> back- Hogwarts back to school. Big announcement. We're we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna upload this episode to the Patreon and it's going to get Im- announced immediately. Like uh. like. I can see that happening. There, here's another beautiful post. Speculation. Attention. Something might be happening. Which this is me. This is this is what I feel every day when I when I log on. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the official social media pages related to Harry Potter are doing something. Uh Facebook.com slash Harry Potter movie. The official Facebook page has changed their cover to Hogwarts Castle, featuring a back to Hogwarts banner in the corner. Please note, the term starts in one month, so it doesn't make too much sense to change it to that at the beginning of August. You're right. Uh, Fantastic Beast page changed their profile picture and cover pictures, too, right at the same time as the Harry Potter page. This is just speculation. Perhaps it's connected to the announcement of this video game, or perhaps they're uh, about to release a teaser for Fantastic Beast 3. I definitely don't think they're doing that because I don't think they've even gotten close to filming that yet. Uh, they're filming that next month, I think. Uh, no, I feel like we're gonna get maybe some some hot new merch and perhaps a Pottermore article or two. Um, <laughs> right, we're, I, we're, yeah. I, <laughs> I have noticed that I've been getting a lot of um, 
uh, like back to school advertisements yes. online. Um, so I kind of am going to kind of argue with this premise that those campaigns don't start until September. This seems to be right about that time. Yeah, this is this is back to school merch time. I think like three separate companies have released their like lineups for the back to school Harry Potter uh, uh, merchandise. Like there are some like, oh, this kid's brand of clothing has announced like backpacks and shirts and stuff. Uh, and, and I think Pottermore ran something about some like mugs or whatever. So, so this, yeah, this is the, the back to school, back to college, uh, time where all this stuff, all this advertising ramps up, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, this, I really, yeah. I, I think this post is really quaint because on the one hand, this is a person who is posting on the, where's the AAA Harry Potter game announcement subreddit. And yet it's almost as if they kind of underestimate the game and the game's marketing by suggesting that they might wrap it into a back to school campaign <laughs> related to like social media header updates. Like yeah. give it more credit than that. <laughs> yeah. There's think, still I a triple A game. Yeah, this is like I could I could see like like to be to be realistic about this, I'm pretty sure this game is either going to be like a next gen game or like a crossover thing um so we we would probably start seeing it either end of this year or beginning of next year when like those consoles are getting announced sure that that, that seems like a like, like i think that's about as much energy as i have to devote to speculating about it right <laughs> um <laughs> uh but but god bless these people for for uh for for digging deeper here's another one magic awakened release date is 2021 worried worried hey guys due to the fact the twitter profile of avalanche software uh is unactive making me worry i have a feeling that the game will be next gen 100 meaning it will not be cross-gen they are working on the game really hard that is a good sign but I don't think we are going to have a trailer or release date anytime soon unless Avalanche Software starts being active on social media. Usually What's wrong with every... their Twitter banner? <laughs> Usually, every game studio posts things and are most of the time active on the profiles, but oh, Avalanche is just They're not posting zero. enough. They're not, they're not posting, posting enough. Uh, just a few posts about jobs, etc. I don't think they are ready at all. What do you think? I love this one. They, they, they are not working on the game because no one has posted. <laughs> then no one's posting any memes on the Twitter. So how could they be working on the game? Uh, there are some 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 beautiful comments in these articles, too. Uh, you found this one, which I think is one of my favorites, which is uh, um, there are some people who are a little who are a little down on how many uh, uh, dates have come and gone, blown past mm. without any announcement. Um and and you know some 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 fans are reminding each other hey don't get your hopes up like this is just speculation right sure but uh, uh delta forge 2 says i know what you mean but realistically we are going to be sad if nothing comes out it's like asking mm. out a girl you really like and telling ourselves not to be sad if she says no because our chances weren't really good anyway then she says no and you're sad despite what you told yourself because that's the way hope works that's really profound i like that's that a very lot profound uh, and then someone someone uh, comes in with this beautiful reply. If I was a girl, I would definitely go out with you. Uh, lo your love, love is blooming in the is... where in the where is the Harry Potter triple A video game subreddit. 
It's so beautiful. Uh, we have another one here. I know it's an older picture, but I'm still 100% sure this big square is the official announcement for Magic Awakened. And it features a screenshot of uh, that beautiful and very ominous timeline that Pottermore put out that felt like a weird, like, marketing thing that wasn't meant to go on the main page right this is this is how i know that this subreddit is our kindred spirits because i was like no one else is thinking about this beautiful timeline that they posted that like nobody nobody is on this no one's talking about it and so i was really just like over the moon to see it out in the wild uh uh starting conversations So, so they, they, they've, they've included a screenshot of, of uh, the 2019 segment of that timeline, which ends with uh, Harry Potter Wizards Unite, and then all the squares leading off into the distance uh, beyond that are blank. Um, so maybe, you know, may, maybe, I mean, they must be, they can't have just lied and put a bunch of squares there to indicate that stuff is coming in future. Those, those each... Those are designated squares. Designated squares. They will be filled in. (laughs) My question is, like, if if all these squares will be filled in, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight squares here leading off into the distance. So if the first one is uh, 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 Magic Awakened, I guess the next one after that will be Fantastic Beast Three. Mm-hmm. What else is what else have we got here? Uh, let's go down the list. We've got we've got Magic Awaken, we've got Fantastic Beast 3, um, yeah. 4 and 5. Um Oh, yeah, fair. <laughs> um we've got um the opening of Wizarding World Gold subscription. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, yes. Har- Harry Potter CW show. Mm, mhm, mhm. Or potentially wb streaming original yeah, I was gonna show say, it's, yeah, that's going to be the wizard world gold treat is the marauders tv show i'm exactly, sure exactly that's all that's all i've got though uh here is a post uh called give it a couple hours uh i know everyone is anxiously waiting for the announcement but it's only 4 a.m in utah the state where avalanche is based we're going to have to be patient and hope for the <laughs> oh best God. and if it doesn't get announced today then we just keep waiting uh, as a wise man once said, happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if only one remembers to turn on the light. It really is like reading uh, posts from like a doomsday cult, seeing yeah. seeing the the day the day of the rapture come and go, and be like, well, maybe <laughs> next time. Maybe guess it hey, didn't. Don't... Guess it wasn't on Harry Potter's birthday, but um, maybe uh, maybe it'll happen during E three. It'll happen in Snape's birthday uh uh there's uh one post here and this is beautiful to me this this has such pure innocent energy let's get far-fetched oh let let's let us do that so last night i was playing wizards unite and i encountered the flying car the license plate from the car is p93qtrs maybe this is an easter egg P is the 16th letter in the alphabet, so this license plate is now 1693QTRS. QTRS can be turned into QRTS, which stands for quarters. So now we've got 1693 quarters. 1693 quarters equals 24 hours equals 70.5 days. 70.5 because... Uh, 70.5 days after the start from when the worldwide release of Wizards Unite is August 31st for hogwarts students a big day because it's the last day before the new school year starts 
So this is what you get when a developer gives you zero info. So they're maybe having a little bit of fun here, but it's, also it's platform not... and recorders, though, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Thank you. I just could, I was trying to visualize it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's meant to be a platform and three quarters gag. Um. In in the game, not not what they were. Uh... Right. Okay. I'm just making sure that I understood. Uh, this person has had enough. Oh no. Uh, this 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 uh this poster they they don't want these posts happening. They don't they don't want all the speculation. <laughs> mods reality check yeah mods uh, <laughs> reality check aka setting realistic standards instead of setting yourselves up for disappointment every few weeks i really didn't want to make this post because people will be bummed out they will downvote and etc but after surfing this subreddit for the last few months i can see the general behavior here is not healthy oh, from the wow. constant leaks or little clues that show up that get people pumped up for nothing to all the little snippets trying to prove the game is real so I decided to write some stuff so everyone can take a second to breathe and calm down. First, a few facts. Yes, the game is real and in development. It has been confirmed by an insider that works for the BBC. What? Also, the most obvious clue is... I like that their first obvious, most obvious clue is not like, we saw the damn game. We saw like, the there's game. A, there's a video of it. Uh, no, the game has not been cancelled yet. It may eventually be cancelled, but for now it's still in the works. <laughs> According to the job posting in Avalanche's website, if they can change product, uh, if they changed projects, job listings would be much different. Uh, so this this is what I think is beautiful about this post is it is like it is it is lashing out at everyone else in the subreddit, but it is it has fully had as much Kool Aid as everyone else here, right? Like they're reading the same stuff, they're following the same tidbits. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, the ironclad evidence of job postings. <laughs> With that fact out of the way, here are my personal opinions. Oh. I'm going off my own experience as a gamer, in all caps. As a gamer. I'm not a dev. I don't have inside knowledge. I'm talking from what I've seen from previous RPGs. There is no way this game is launching in 2019. That, fair. As definitely. a gamer, I agree. As a gamer, I definitely agree. <laughs> uh... This is Avalanche's first try at a AAA game and also at an RPG game. So delays may happen. Again, if you're if you just boil that down to delays might happen, agree. As a gamer, mm. I agree. Uh another one that people might not want to hear. This is probably a next gen game. I mean More gamers yes. consensus. As a gamer, I probably agree that uh, a game launching in like 2020 or 2021 is probably going to be next gen. No matter how you try to spin it, the leak shows a game in early development. Uh, gotta say, as a gamer, agree. Mm, mm -hmm. Voice actors are almost as unaware of the projects they work on as the rest of the outside people. Uh, <laughs> I guess this is referring to the fact that one of the things this subreddit flipped out over is that a, a voice actor on Twitter said, I'm working on a unannounced Harry Potter game and then deleted the tweet. Um, so... I, I, to me, that certainly says that the game is is real. Uh, you know, like, yeah, and we've seen is, the game, so we 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 have seen the game. Uh, 
now the downer part is over. I'm going to give my prediction for this game. Oh, oh here okay. we go. Here, here we, go. we go. This guy, as a gamer, is going to give his predictions. Not like not like everyone else's stupid predictions. <laughs> I think it's a next-gen game. And seeing that next-gen consoles are launching holiday 2020, it's expected for this game to launch around the same time or six months later. So my launch date for this game between November 2020 and April 2021. Damn, really narrowing it down there. That's some Nostradamus shit for sure. Mm -hmm. I see it being announced at E3 2020 at the Microsoft press conference. It's a big game from a big and beloved IP. Uh, This is all hinging on whether or not we even have an E3 next year, which the more things happen, the less likely that seems. Uh, And this makes a lot of people. this makes a lot of people think that means the game sells itself with no need of big attention from the press. But trust me, that is not how others see it. Again, as a gamer, I agree. Games usually do need marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, TLDR game development is a long process. It's naive to think they can make your Harry Potter dream game in less than three and a half years. Don't count on a 2019 announcement, let alone a 2019 release. Also with Warner Brothers new policy policy. Don't expect an announcement until the game is in its final stages. Six months from. Oh, okay. I guess that yeah, that they do show games pretty late. Take every leak with a huge grain of salt, but don't lose hope. The game is real. It's being made. You waited years for something like this. You can wait a little longer. Remember, Sirius did his waiting twelve years of it in Azkaban. Oh my you can god! Do, do all of these posts end in a book quote? I know how to start posting on this on this subreddit. We we I think I like your plan. I think that we should do a predictions podcast, write it all out as as a, a thing, and then put this it on is here. what is going to happen in this Harry Potter game. And um, we can pick a, a great famous quote from the books to to sign off our post. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a beautiful, beautiful story! Like I, you can just keep keep scrolling through here and just like, uh, uh, just keep on finding these beautiful little nuggets. There's, uh. This one's called durability of the game. Oh. I'm really concerned about the durability of the game. <laughs> oh, I love no. HP and I love the idea of playing a good game, not mobile and not the thing made by EA of HP. I want this game to last. What do you guys think? Something like Witcher series, 200 hours of exploring gameplay. <laughs> to be honest, I still play Skyrim, so I don't know if few hours of gameplay is going to be a problem for me. This, everyone is going to be so disappointed. Every person in the subreddit is setting themselves up to be so this, sad. As a gamer, this, I've seen it before. As a gamer. As a gamer. The top comment here is anywhere between 70 to 200 hours. Just really sure. setting a, a, narrow, a narrow focus here. 70 to 200 hours. Honestly, it's all about quality hours. Some games are just too long with a bunch of grindy crap or exploration. I mean, yes, true uh uh so so obviously between 70 and 200 that'll really nip that problem in the (laughs) butt look i just need anywhere between 70 and 200 quality hours of game please yeah if i could get 70 hours of quality game that would be that would be wonderful you know what these people should do they should all go play the new fire emblem game sign off of reddit go play new fire emblem and just and just take a breather just take a breather. The game will come out, and and hey, the the new Fire Emblem game is is the best Harry Potter game that exists. So, you know, you've uh, 
you've got you've got options. I'm going to finish with one last post here. Yeah. Uh, rating. And they've just posted. They have not added any text. They have just posted a picture of the teen logo and the M logo. No way we're getting M, but I wish. Wouldn't would be great for it to be M, but I kind of doubt that. However, I have little faith in the ESRB. They rated Elder Scrolls Online as M, even though it should be T. Ah, so we're getting into some nitty gritty politics. What here the, what is the M rated Harry Potter content they want? Some bi- some Bioware contract Bioware to come in and make some sex scenes. Like what what's <laughs> going on here? <laughs> there was that um that was there was that post we saw our our weekly they should make a Harry Potter TV series post that had like they should make one that has graphic sex in it. So maybe this is a kindred <laughs> spirit. Everyone in this thread really wants it to be M. Uh, I hope it will be an M rating. But knowing their past, oh my god. I hope it will be an M rating, but knowing their past games and greediness of all who ever uh, made a Harry Potter game, it will definitely be a teen rating. Who who made a Harry Potter g- game that was greedy? Are they trying to tell me that the PlayStation 1 game, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, was a greedy game? That was at least 10 hours of those, quality gameplay. Those, those greedy fuckers not giving us our M-rated Harry Potter game just because they want to sell more. I, I'm just trying to think, like, I'm playing a Harry Potter game and it's rated T and I'm, like, disappointed. What is the content that is missing for me? Yeah, what? Is it cussing? <sighs> Do I wish there was more cussing? Yeah, like, like what, what reason? Like, blood, I guess? But that's, like, that's not uh, everyone that's in Harry Potter for Harry Potter. Everybody in Harry Potter fights with, like, la- laser guns yeah. like they might as well be star trek phasers yeah like like uh, unless unless sectum sempra the sword spell is like your go-to move in this game uh i really don't see any way you get to an m rating without like nudity and swearing which doesn't really feel appropriate for like mainline harry potter i don't know that yeah i mean you're weird. at hogwarts right like it's like a teen adventure game Honestly, an M-rated Harry Potter game would be brilliant and would free up a lot of creativity. You could go with storytelling, especially for the dark wizard path. But with the Harry Potter name, whoever's in charge might not want to risk alienating the younger audience or whatever, which kind of... Ah, those fucking kids. Those stupid children who like Harry Potter ruining my good time. (laughs) That's what I really want from a Harry Potter game is just a very... um very mature story i want them to explore themes that they just couldn't you know couldn't do uh otherwise uh david cage will not write this harry potter game because he needs that m rating to explore those those mature themes that that he he loves m rated games don't always mean gore and cursing life is strange didn't have decapitation and characters didn't exactly drop the f-bomb every five minutes either okay Life is Strange should have had some decapitations in it. That would be badass. Sure. She could use her her brain powers to to blow some heads up. I'm on board with this person now. What do you guys think this will be rated? Can't see them going full on M, which would be amazing. More likely, they'll tone it down to keep it within T. (laughs) Yes, it's going to be rated T. What? Yeah. (laughs) This this encapsulates so much of what is beautiful about this subreddit. The the idea that anyone's even entertaining the possibility that it's going to be anything other than (laughs) T, right? Like, 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 how 
how do you even get there? How do you even whip yourself up into enough of a frenzy to speculate whether or not this is going to, we're going to look real stupid by the way, when this game comes right. out. Um, I know a very mature story uh, written by David Cage. Oh my God. I'm just like, like we know, I, I feel like even if some, like in a, in a perfect, imagine like a perfect world where like, some writer comes in to work on this game and they actually do pull off a like stunning mature dark but like very sophisticated story that like ends up requiring an m rating jk rowling's not gonna let that happen are you kidding me (laughs) yeah no way in hell like no way in hell is she gonna do that like jk rowling got like annoyed at the movies for being pg-13 if i remember right like like i i i don't think she would even if it was like the most stunningly written beautiful m-rated video game ever written right like i i just don't i would love for this to be the kotor 2 of harry potter Oh my god. It's Could not you going to be. It just isn't, also, folks. <laughs> the co- also, Kotor 2 rated T for teen, right? Like like you could it could we could get the Kotor 2 of uh of Harry Potter and it would still probably be rated teen unless I don't know something really fucked up happens. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I I I mean, I guess the other the other world that we could live in is that they roll out um their new marketing strategy for for Harry Potter, you know, what they've been doing isn't working. This like whimsical whimsical fun time with with Eddie Redmayne and Johnny Depp is just not is just not doing it for people. So they roll out the new the new Harry Potter um triple a game announcement and it's it's rated m and the trailer is set to this is the new shit by marilyn manson oh please it's like you thought harry potter was for nerds (laughs) yeah yeah that that's true that is that is definitely a possibility i was thinking maybe it would go the other way imagine that like they see that the movies aren't doing very well and they're like okay we got to make it more lighthearted because no one likes the 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 grindelwald Mm, sure uh, and and uh, they make like an E-rated Harry Potter RPG, and there's no swearing. That could be and, cute, like, though. Yeah, th- I'm not. I don't think that's a bad thing. <laughs> I think that could be really cute. But like, could you imagine the response oh, the on the uproar. subreddit if it was like, if it was an E-rated game? It's like, oh, Harry Potter's serious. <laughs> <laughs> How are we gonna explore these mature, serious themes? Like, grab these mature themes. Oh my god, what do you think? Do you think um, they just go with Harry Potter music for the reveal trailer? Or do you think that we do get like a slow, dramatic song cover? Because I've been thinking about this and I'm like, like, there's that new. I think Lana Del Rey did a cover of Season of the Witch recently or something. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe may- maybe that could uh, maybe that could go in there. I don't know. I feel I feel like there's some there's some room for some dramatic uh, uh, game song covers here. I don't think that. Well, I was going to say, I don't think J.K. Rowling would allow that. But at the same mm. time, she wanted the Weird Sisters thing. She wanted them to be Franz Ferdinand and then Muse. Right. Uh, were her first two choices. So maybe, I mean, there's that new um, Taylor Swift song that came out recently that I kept saying um, sounds like it was written like 10 years oh, too late to be on the, yes. the Hunger Games soundtrack. Uh-huh. So maybe we, yeah. maybe we can get a Taylor Swift song for the the harry potter reveal oh my god 
yeah, I, uh, I, I think that's, I think that's a, that's a spot on choice. Well, I, I love this subreddit. I'm going to be browsing through this for a while today, I think, because it's been going for a long time. Like, I think since that leak. Sure. So there's, there, there's going to be, we can map out probably some really good tragic rises and falls as they like approach each, um, uh, uh, like speculated announcement date and the fallout of of finding out it's not real absolutely here um but i think what we should do on our end is we should we should do ourselves a like proper um uh uh harry potter game magic awakened predictions episode maybe bust out the uh the bloody hell and wicked soundboard again Um, oh yeah uh, that's that's an that's an oldie that'll be fun yeah yeah, I'll break that out again, and and then and then post our our report to the website and see see how they feel about it. Um, yeah, I th- I think that's I think that's a plan. What do you say? Sounds good to me. All right. Well, I think that probably about wraps it up for this episode. What do you think? Yeah. All right. Our theme song is "Hot McGonagall" by Cheshire Moon. Huge thanks, as always, to them for letting us use that as our theme song. You can check them out on Bandcamp. You can check us out on Patreon at Shriekcast. Or wait, I got that backwards. Patreon.com slash Shriekcast. Uh, we have so many good bonus episodes for you there. Uh, and uh, you can check out our t-shirt store. If you go to go to our Twitter, we've got a link. Uh, we've got we got uh, a new shirt. Um, uh, we got our, 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 our Fat One Friday shirt. Um, you know, we, we were talking about how the, the Dobby's Girl shirt, which I'm also <laughs> going to make, by the way. Uh, would be would be you know brave to wear in public uh shout out to the the listener who has already sent us a a selfie wearing the uh fat one friday shirt <laughs> so, so brave we've, 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 we've got some i consider our merch store like a challenge almost it's like yeah, do you so dare far. <laughs> do you dare purchase and wear harry our uh, our shrieking shack merch uh and liz what are we gonna read next week um so we're gonna read chapter 31 it's called owls and um i don't usually do this um but i am i was flipping through it to just to make sure that anything is happening in this chapter because it's like kind of <laughs> mm-hmm. short and yeah. the answer appears to be no um but there are i just like the the page that i opened to is in in here is just like a summary of events between two characters named Carmichael and Brad Bradley. <sighs> Who are Good. all these oh, people? <laughs> these characters we know and love, Bradley and Carmichael. I can't, can't wait believe to meet them. it. Can't wait to meet those those essential. Harold new Dingle. <laughs> Come on, you made that up. No. You made up Harold Dingle. Dingle's got powdered dragon claw, said Ron eagerly. (sighs) (laughs) Do I have the right book? I hate it when Dingle has powdered dragon claw. Well, that's lovely. I can't wait to read that. Uh, Shall we kill Umbridge? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, This is number 24. Tell her about the fluffy present waiting for her in the locked room on the third floor corridor, right hand side. 
don't tell her to bring a musical instrument oh unlock the door behind her mm, does this i'm sorry um obviously think... obviously you know a lot of a lot of work goes into writing fan fiction i am not oh, yeah. so sure that fluffy just stayed in that room i don't think that <laughs> i don't think that room. fluffy lives there there's just yeah it's it's just that that room is forbidden for all time oh no one no one's allowed to go in sure there ever uh flute piano of course comments i highly doubt she can make any sort of musical noise ever she's dead oh look it's back i don't know what that means I, oh look it's back hmm she is is umbridge a zombie i don't That's know little, hmm. there really aren't very many zombies in harry potter so far no i know that they get mentioned once but i don't think we ever see one but uh you know that's just a sign that I should probably really read another book. Please read another book. But there's a lady there makes ocean raw seem tame. But I know what you're after if you catch a eye. Cause this hot mama is just a cat in disguise.